0: Alright, here I am in my car, on my way home. What a day. Um, I just kind of feel like, uh, I can't help but talk about accountability. Uh, because today was, just felt like a, uh, a very big gap in accountability with, uh, my favorite, uh, function to work with, the quality function. This seems to just be missing the mark. with, uh, just everything right now, um, so I joined a meeting that was, uh, related to the PPAP process, and, uh, one of the project managers was asking status on parts and asking about a top ten list, which had been previously communicated, and all the, the commentary back was, well... That's in somebody else's hands to do something and they haven't told me the update. And it was very uh, like passive communication, like waiting for a status update versus if you're accountable, going and saying, hey, I need to present this in a meeting today. I need an update from you, where are we at right now? Even if it's you know status unchanged or here's the plan or just something, right? To go and say you don't know because you haven't been told an update, that's not acting accountable. That's just, <laughs> that, that's like uh, a cop out to doing, to being responsible and being accountable. So it was a little frustrating to hear that uh, today. Um, <laughs> so I'm just kind of laughing at it because that same group and, and some of the same people uh, are part of another issue that had our line shut down and caused us all kinds of inefficiencies. Uh, their lack of action is now causing the team to have to work a uh, Friday and Saturday upcoming next week. And, uh, you know, it's really just not fair to the folks on the production line that, that, uh, man, the day started, all the production lines were rocking and rolling. And now an unsolved issue from months ago is, uh, is causing the lines to, uh, have an issue. It's just, um, it's frustrating. Um, so if i was a production operator i would be demanding to know what's going on in fact one uh, a lady and uh who is really vocal about when things aren't going right asked what the heck is going on uh, why is this uh, an issue if we've been talking about it for months and i i agree with what she was saying i mean uh, we got to hold people accountable and uh, you know in this case uh, we have a meeting every day and all we've heard for the past month is supplier quality is green supplier quality is green supplier quality is good no issues no issues but these have been outstanding issues and nobody wants to seem to act until uh they have a definite root cause but no one gets a definite root cause because they don't go after the actions and activities that will get us to uh, a root cause so it's kind of just stuck in this uh uh, uh, what is it called uh, a place between uh, earth and heaven uh, I don't know what it's called uh, I can't think of it but it's kind of just stuck um, and uh, not going anywhere and so <laughs> uh, these parts were identified by the operators that they were starting to see a higher number of failures than usual uh, failure meaning inability to put these two mated parts together it's like a, a cylindrical channel, uh, that's about one inch diameter, uh, and then it opens up to a, a two and a half inch diameter threaded part, so, uh, the parts mate, it's kind of like a, a nipple that goes into a slot that's sealed and then the threads are there, um, as a, as a, as a backup, um, so threaded parts, uh, and for the longest time, you know, there really hadn't been issues. Uh, these parts weren't on Quality's radar to do any sort of inspection or anything like that. Uh, so, everything was going on okay. Goodness. Uh, some crazy drivers today. Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, these issues started to pop up. Quality said, ah, no big deal, it's not a very high quantity, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, you know, no issue. We've, we've checked, uh, we got a, a sample part. quality we've checked it against our sample part and it's fine well the sample part was nickel plated the part we're having issues with is just a a, a casted part cast uh, aluminum and uh, when you have nickel plating on aluminum and you uh, are using it uh, the nickel plating starts to wear the nickel plating will act as kind of like a uh, uh, almost like a lubricant because it's very soft and any defects you see won't be noticed if that was the part that has a defect because what they were checking is uh i guess you could call it the male version of the part and not the female version of the part the, the part uh, that's made it and uh you know what they suspect is that the female version of the part is the one that has problems so they didn't really check the right part they checked what they thought it was said oh no all is good and we're in the, the, the state that we're in. So it's a little frustrating that uh, we're seeing what we're seeing. If we would have done our homework, I think back to another site that I worked at, where she, we would inspect all the mating parts, all of the, uh, the parts around the mating parts, uh, and then some more parts after that. I mean, we would not have, uh, not have left any part in turn to take a look at uh, for our investigation. But it just seems like there's a, there's a big gap in containment, communication, not using the tools in the tiered, uh, the tiered uh, escalation meetings, uh, tiered accountability meetings. Uh, this is all stuff that should have been on their board, following up on, but uh, you know, trying to coach these guys and tell them that they need to hey, put this on your countermeasure sheet, so you put this on your board. They, they don't want to do that. Uh, they say, no. Oh, we'll update things once a week. Yeah, we'll remember to do that. But, you know, just like uh, uh, my wife asked me to do something. Uh, you know, if I forget, well, I better be ready to, to hear about it. If she puts it on a to-do list, then there's no excuses. You know, it's like, hey, this is on the list. I better get to this. Uh, so it's a little frustrating. Um, so uh, expectations... Uh, what's going to happen. Uh, you know, I don't think anything's going to happen. I think that uh, we're going to get through this. Uh, someone on that team is, is going to say, hey, look at me. Uh, I got the parts reworked, or I found the root cause, like, I needed applause. And they're going to think that they are, like, the champion, the winner of the situation. But ultimately, our people have already lost. The, the people on our production team are already already suffered from this because of a lack of action, because of inactivity from from this function. So, um, it's frustrating, you know, uh, I'm not the one who's going to, you know, have to be there and rework the parts and deal with this, you know, I'm not going to be the one that has to do that. Uh, It's the the people, and I just feel bad for the people, you Uh, you know, you can't make up lost time on the production line. Hopefully we can figure out a way to run the line a little bit faster. Uh, you know, But we're dealing with some other issues, we're dealing with a material issue um, and uh, that's been hurting the line too. So uh, we're missing a, a little pin. It's like a 4 millimeter in diameter with a notch about a third of the way down pin. Because we buy it from some other country instead of getting it made locally, uh, I found a, a supplier that can make them, could have made hundreds of them in a matter of a few days if we needed them to do that um, but uh, we, we had a supplier we got it figured out but it's just like because we buy them because they're spec from a uh, by a site of ours in another country and sourced from another country due to covid or whatever the case may be we're seeing some not so smart supply chain decisions in our past come back to haunt us um, so hopefully this helps us push to more local suppliers because that's really what we need right now but yeah overall uh, you know I did get a, a a small win today I'm working on an automation project we have a process that takes uh, a few people to complete uh, and it takes a uh, it passes through what's called a vapor barrier and so all the electrical components that go through this have to be uh, potted with a, a chemical that would prevent any, or not a chemical, uh, uh, sealant, and uh, to prevent any, any f- vapor fumes to, uh, to get up through there. And so, for the longest time, we have uh, had spec'd out this uh, rock-tight. It's a dirt-cheap, concrete-type substance. Um, it cures in about 20 minutes, and it needs, it's a powder that needs to be mixed with water. But today, I got help from an engineer who I never thought would uh, give me something to, uh, as an alternative. He, he gave me some uh, specifications uh, of other materials that are acceptable. And uh, we have some two-part type mixture epoxies that are acceptable. What that means is we're going to be able to uh, use the two-part epoxy and do an automation project that we've been scoping out and do it uh, in a a cost-effective way. I mean, using this other material is going to save 100,000 on the deployment uh, of this project. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, What it's going to do is take three to four people that work the station and get it down to one and a half. I say half because we'll be able to move someone over and then back and forth as needed. Um, There's another design change that if we make, um, we buy parts that are off-the-shelf parts, we disassemble them, only to, to, to put them back together once we're on the machine. It's it's because of a fit issue, and it's never been addressed. All of our other models don't do it, except our highest runner. And it's such waste, it just drives me crazy. Um, so we're gonna see if we can get that out of the design. Then this, this workstation could be one person, um, and it would be nice. We'll be able to, to take what took four, three to four people down to one person, um, and stop needing, it's not that I think we have too many people, but this particular operation is kind of boring and mundane, and I feel like we put people there that, that, just to put them there, and, uh, it's kind of like, a, well, uh, this is the best that you'll do, so stay here, and I think it's demotivating. And so I think what this will do is give people a little pride in work. Heck, we might be able to take an operator who works the station and uh, have them be the person that does the maintenance and then kind of get them on a path where, hey, yeah, you got to do this job and, it, you know, it's, it's maybe not the world's best job, but you'll get to learn how to do maintenance on this advanced piece of machinery and through that maybe see if you want to develop a career path that uh, is, is aligned with that. Maybe that's a step into working for our maintenance team and working on other machines. I don't know, but it gives someone opportunity, and that, that excites me. Um, and uh, we have an operator. <clears throat> we have an operator in uh, in a material handling role that has a lot of leadership potential, and we have some leadership positions open. And I said, hey, you know, uh, here's some things we'd like to see on your resume if you're going to apply for that. Uh, I am not the hiring manager, so I don't think this is a conflict of interest. If it is whoever's listening please tell me and uh, we'll edit this out in the future but uh, you know so she sent me her resume Um, i think that she can be the the team captain of uh, what we call final assembly i think that she has that potential she already knows all the parts i think she has the right attitude doesn't get flustered when dealing with difficult people which is uh, (laughs) better than most people uh, on the team and uh, i think would would really help drive the right message and I think the team that works there, uh, given their background in diversity, they would uh, accept her as their leader with open arms. Uh, so I think that would be good. If um, you hear that alarm, you can you know, make This is the alarm that's opening up. Like, I do my wife when I'm coming home. This is all rock, that's how I'm going. That is kind of nice. Uh, I've I've been trying to do a little bit better with work-life balance. And so uh, that's kind of been, been helping a little bit lately. Uh, just putting boundaries on my day instead of working 11, 12 hour days, just uh, saying, you know what, I'm working five, six days a week. There's no need to work that long. Uh, it's not like much more gets done. You know, make those boundaries. Tomorrow, uh, I'm going to get into the office about 8, 8.30. And, um, I'm not going to really, you know, uh, Get in and crack it on like I normally do, and just try to set those better, better boundaries. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I'm excited to help someone with the potential for growth. You know, uh, and I'd rather help someone and figure out, hey, this didn't work, and get them in another role, or at least give them the opportunity, because I think there's a lot of folks out there that are just an opportunity away from being successful. And I've been wrong probably a lot more than i've been right i've hired the wrong people uh many times uh made the wrong call and i don't think i'm maybe the world's best at anything but there's a lot of alignment with other leaders that says this person could be uh successful in this role so i'm I'm, you know gonna gonna back them and coach them and help them Um, you know got another person kind of similar situation uh he's really intelligent and is in a, in a spot where he doesn't see much growth. So, you know, just trying to help them. They're an asset to the company. Uh, so if we can keep them and get them in another role, I think that they can be successful and shine. So, uh, yeah, there are some positives from the day. Uh, it's not all negative. One of my neighbors has a new Mazda uh, CX-30. If you want to see a nice looking car, uh, man, uh, that might be my next one. Anyway, I'm opening my garage. Uh, I don't know if commentary kind of outside of work is appreciated. Uh, I don't think anyone has listened to my last few podcasts. I haven't sent them off to you, Neil. Um, (laughs) uh, Sorry about that. I'll get those over to you here uh, pretty quick. Um, So you'll have a a nice uh, set of podcasts. Maybe Andre will listen to this one too. But, uh, and and, you know, I'm as I am putting my car into the park, um, whether it was smart or not smart, um, Andre, great HR guy, is uh, listening or at least has the link to listen to this now. We'll see if that was uh, a mistake or not. Andre, tell me if I'm violating any HR rules. I could tell you um, you'll be like the second or third person to ever listen to this podcast. So um, I'll delete them if I need to. That's all I got. That's all she wrote. Uh, have a great day.